Welcome to the Limitless Church Podcast. In today's episode, you'll be hearing from Bishop Scotty Scott as he brings a special Mother's Day message titled, Change, Inevitable But Not Easy. We hope you enjoy. Everybody, how you doing today? I'm so glad you're on. We're, we're thankful that you're with us today and, and what an awesome worship set. Uh, thank you so much, Miranda. It's just powerful as always. And um, we're just glad you came with, us, came with us today. Welcome to Limitless. Uh, we're thankful that today is going to be the last time, uh, hopefully, here that we will have to just be streaming to you because <laughs> next week it is Limitless Reunited. <laughs> uh, we, will be, we will have actually have, have people back in the building. So we will be open for business next week. Um, we're, we'll be giving you specific instructions concerning that. We're we're going to be having two services. Uh, we'll have an 8.30 and a 10.30 service. Um, so, and then there'll be specific instructions for each service. Um, the 8.30 service, we won't have limitless kids. Next, uh, and, and then on 10.30, we will have limitless kids for all of the families. Uh, so, um, you know, just pick and choose which, which service you want to be part of. And, and we'll be getting the word out for more details about what's required for us to reopen. So we want to make sure that uh, we are within the guidelines that the government is giving us, and we want to make sure that we're doing everything in order uh, while we come back together. But we're just excited about being back together as the family of God. And uh, speaking of family, happy Mother's Day. It is Mother's thank Day. You. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thomas. And so I'm so glad that today yeah. um, on Mother's Day, we, we, I, don't, I don't know if we've ever done this before. No, you've never trusted me. Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's definitely not true. Once you hear her, you'll know that's not true. Uh, but um, I'm so thankful today um, and grateful today that I have my wonderful mother with me today. And um, she is responsible not just for bringing me into the world, but she's been responsible the early stages of my life and, and every moment of my life, not just early stages, every stages. She's been the constant, been there, and um, has has enabled me, and is the reason why I am where I am. And um, and I wanted her to come on with me today because I think that the Lord has placed not only a gift on our life, not only is she a gift, um, not only in my life and in our family, but she's a gift to the world, to the body. Um, she walks in such a prophetic anointing. She walks in such a hunger for God and a walking God that I'm a product of, and I want the world to experience that today. And um, I didn't want to, I'm not doing this just to honor her, though I am doing it to honor her. I'm doing it because I believe she really has something to share as we together get in the word of God. And that can be life changing to somebody today. And so, um, so she gave me, she gave me instructions. She gave me homework. Uh, uh, when I reached out to her the last few days, I said, mom, I feel like the Lord's saying for us to do this together. And um, I said, I want you to just say what, hear what God's saying to you, because I know God speaks to you, and uh, whatever direction you want to go. And so she gave me Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, and that's where our focus is going to be today. And so I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to let her open up and begin to share what God's put in her heart. And then we're going to just just dig in the Word of God together. Me, me and my guys, uh, a lot of my spiritual sons or brothers, they'll call me on the phone 
you know, and they'll say, I, God's put this message in my, in my spirit, God's put this verse in my spirit, and then they'll come and they'll bring it to me, and they'll say, what is, what is, what's God say to you about that, or what's the revelation God's giving you on that, and, and I call this, we call this stirring the pot, mm, and, and yeah. so it's like the ingredients are there, we're just stirring it, you know, we're just getting it ready for, for, for somebody to consume, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and so I, I want mom and I to kind of stir the pot in the mm. word today, and see what God is saying to somebody, because I, I, as I was reading this text, the Lord just put some things in my spirit that I know are probably linked to what God's put in your spirit, and um, and and I and I want I want somebody to be blessed today, Amen. So, so lim- so, um, Exodus chapter fourteen, uh, verse thirteen, and Moses said to the people, "Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord." which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Wow, that's powerful right there. I want to read that one more time, just because it's ministering to me just out of the word today. And, 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 And for those of you that don't know where this is, the Israel's come out of Egypt, they're at the crux of the Red Sea. They've got Pharaoh's army behind them, mountains on the other side, water in front of them, feeling like they're at a, at a dead end. Yeah. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more forever. Oh, yeah. The Lord will fight, fight. for you and you shall hold your peace. The, the message today is, is change, inevitable, but never easy. Mm. Change. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for today thank for you. those that are gathering with me and mom on this stream today. I pray today, God, you would just remove us and that your heart would just go straight to your people. Make us the mouthpiece today, the oracles of the Holy Spirit today. Let us hear your heart, your mind, and deliver your word. And as your word goes forth, it will do what it's meant to do. It will do what you send it forth to accomplish. You said that your word would not return void, but it would come back with everything it was sent forth to do. And so, God, today we send forth the word of God. Let it do what only it can do. Heal where it can only heal. Touch where it can only touch. Restore where it can only restore. Encourage where only it can encourage. God, go into the inner sanctum of somebody's heart, life, past, mind, childhood. And God, in those private areas, do something so deeply that when they come out of that, when, you, when they come out of wherever they are, God, there'll be something different coming out of them. We thank you for it and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Minister to the hearts of your people and we'll give you the glory in your wonderful name. Amen. 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 So mom, I want you just to share what God's put on your heart and, and, and about change, about transition, about where, where, where Israel was, but where that, what God's speaking in regard to this text that you feel to the hearts of people. Yes. Well, first, I want to say I'm honored to be here with my son on Mother's Day. Um, When he asked me, at first I said, I'm not really sure about this. It's been a long time. And he said, well, God spoke in my heart. Well, how do you fight with God? You don't fight with God. And I had something on my heart that that the Lord had already given me. So for such a time as this, I guess. Amen. And so, 
but it's honored to be with him and to sit up here. Um, I feel very unworthy sitting up here next to him. You know, there's times in my life that I, you know, especially at Christmas time when the song comes on, Mary, did you know? Well, when he was born, Linda did not know. She had no clue what God had in, in store for him and where he was, he was taking him. And I'm honored to be his mom and love you very much. I love you so much. And so but this morning I want to share just for a short little bit the, this text that just speaks so well to me because in our life there are so many changes. When we think that we've got it all together and we think that things are going good, we've got a plan, but little do we know that God has a plan for us. And in here we can find that I see that the children of Israel were in Egypt. They've been there 400 years. And so you know they were doing life. Yeah. They had to be comfortable. They were growing. And things were just going good for them. And how many of us, every day we wake up, we do life every day. Mm -hmm. And when we get up, we face whatever we have to face. And we deal with what we have to deal with. And we go on till the next day. And that's kind of where the children of Israel were. They were you know, just doing life. They were growing. So I'm saying that they were growing. They were, you know, think they were being blessed. But little did they even begin to think that the enemy, King Pharaoh, became jealous. Yeah. And he said, they're going to be stronger than we were. Mm. And so he wanted to bring them down. Mm. He wanted to, to put a cog in their will, so to speak. And so their life began to change. Mm. And I have a tendency, they are just as human as we are. Mm. When their life began to change, there had to be uh, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. I don't understand what's going on. I've stirred you. I've done this. I've done that. But God, all of a sudden, things are happening. Things are changing. Things are not looking like they, I thought they would. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. My plans are, t are totally gone out of uh, gone crazy and um, so I, I think that during this time when they were going through the different plagues that they had to be be a part of I mean making bricks without straw uh, I've never made bricks don't know a thing about making bricks other than I like living in a brick home that's about <laughs> the biggest thing I know about it and so but their their tasks became harder things became uh, greater for them but God was still fighting for them God had a very plan even though Pharaoh thought he had the plan and he could make things a whole lot harder and different for him and he did he had that season of time but in the midst of all that difficult time God was working for them yeah it's, you know it's amazing you say that you know that persecution always has the opposite effect in our life. Yeah. And, yes. and you would think the enemy would understand that, mm -hmm. but, but the, the greater the affliction is the greater the release of God's blessing right. on our life. And, and even in Israel, in Egypt at that time, you know, each, uh, that, that Exodus 1, it starts out and says, you know, that there was a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph. Right. That rose right. up, right? right. And, and the moment he was, he was put into power, is the moment that he went and began to number right. Egypt because he wanted to take a census to see where the numbers were in regard to Egypt, right. in regard to Israel, and in regard to all the resources that they had available. And when he began to number Egypt and began to number Israel, there was this fact that suddenly he realized that Israel 
is greater than us. Right, right. And the panic set into the into Pharaoh, and he realized something about Israel that the enemy realizes about us, but many times we don't realize about ourselves. Right. That we don't realize how powerful we really are. Right, exactly. We, we don't realize that even in the middle of affliction, in the middle of their slavery, in the middle of their bondage, God was growing them in the middle of their adversity until now the enemy was more intimidated of them than they were of the enemy, even though the enemy looked like he had them in bondage. Right. And, and, and he said, there's a problem. He said, the, the, Israel is greater and mightier than we. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just want to encourage somebody right now that you may have gone through some seasons you may have gone through some things where it felt like you were in your 400 years of bondage. Exactly. It, may, it may have felt yeah. like, it may not have been 400 years, but it felt like 400 years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and someone feels like, I'm never going to get out of this. I mean, in this season, they didn't know. They just knew they were the slaves. Right. Slavery is not like this, um, you know, it's not like jail time, right? right? I know when you sent this to me, you were saying, you know, one of the titles you thought about as an idea was serving time, right? Right. Because, because, yeah. because right. like the time, 400 years, right? It's a long time. But, but 400 years could have been forever. They could still have been in bondage right now mm-hmm. in Egypt. Why? It's because there was no set term for their, for their release. Right. They, in their mind, they weren't being released. And... And God had already spoken this, that for 400 years they would be in bondage. Mm-hmm. But when they were in the bondage, they felt like they were going to be in there forever. And, and so there was no hope of them coming out, and yet God brings them out. But in the middle of that, in the middle of their adversity, in the middle of their bondage, in the middle of the season of their trial and difficulty and all that they're going through, that seems like it's never going to change. I just want to encourage somebody today that I know you may have been walking through things that seem like they're going to be forever. That seem like you have no hope of getting out of this. Nothing's going to change in my family. Nothing's going to change in my home. Nothing's going to change over my child. I just want to encourage somebody today that there's a change coming. And when that change comes, God's going to bring you out. And and it's not going to last always. And while you've been in there, while the enemies use it against you, what the enemy meant for evil, God has been using for your good. And Pharaoh looked and said, man, they're greater than we are. And, and so he set taskmasters over them. He set taskmasters over them and said, I want you to afflict them even more. Right. Why? Is because I want them to be so overwhelmed with their affliction and with the beating that I'm going to beat them down with that they can't ever pick their head up long enough right. to see how much numbers they have. Right. Because if they realize how great they are yeah, compared they to us, mm-hmm. there's no way that we can hold them anymore. See, that's what the enemy needs. That's what what the enemy understands. And that's what you need to understand, that the enemy already knows about you. The enemy knows how great you are. The enemy knows the destiny on you. The enemy knows and sees the power of God that's waiting and has been built up. And even in the adversity, what has been producing greater and stronger in you. And and this is what the Bible says. But it says, the more he afflicted them, the more mighty and greater they grew. Yes. (laughs) See, what the enemy tried to beat you down with has only been building you up. 
What the enemy only tried, to, tried to destroy you with has only been releasing the greater thing in you that you didn't even know was in you. Even in this season of adversity, no matter what adversity you're walking through, God is doing something greater in your life. And the exactly. enemy knows it's about season. It's about time. No matter what he tries to do, exactly. the coming out party is about to happen. And it is. Yeah. <laughs> this may have happened yeah. for a moment. He yeah. may have had you for a season. Yeah. It may feel like 400 years, right. but right. God is about to bring somebody, somebody out, out, Mom. And that's, that is such the power of God. Mm. But so many times we don't, we don't tune in. We don't mm. comprehend mm. the power that we have as individuals. You know, as a mom raising children, being a pastor's wife, and, all, and just doing life, mm. all that comes, comes your way, oh, yeah. you know, Sometimes we can get so distracted by the, the negative that we don't turn it, go to the power and know that the source that we have, that he is the one that is our deliverer. Mm. He's the one that brings us out. He's, mm. he's the one that gives us what we have in him and us from him. And we need to let it out. We need to be stronger than the enemy and his thinking because the enemy puts these thoughts mm. in our mind. Mm. I mean, he, he can work our mind to the place that we can't even see the light of day. We don't even understand because we think, he makes us think that, yes, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. You're always going to struggle. You're, ever, you're always never going to have. You will never be like this one or never be like that one. But God didn't want us to be like anybody else. He wanted us to be what we are, what he's called us to be, what he wants us to do, and to do it with all our might. Wow. And, and with that, we can fight the battles. We can be overcomers. Mm. We wow. can slay the giants. Wow. We can cross the Red Sea and not be afraid wow. that the enemy is still pursuing. Even though I'm after God, I'm going forth. I'm, I'm on pursuit for him. Mm -hmm. I'm, I want to be in his will, his direction. I want to go where he wants me to go. But the enemy still is behind us. He still threatens us. He's still mm -hmm. speaking to us. Yeah. He doesn't let go oh, easy. Yeah. So we have to know, be still and know that I am God. Mm. Know that I will deliver you out oh. of the hands of the giant. And the Egyptians, the giants, the enemies that you see today, if you will trust me, wow. if you will rely on me, if you will know who you are in yeah. me, you will never see this giant again. But you got to know that. Yeah. You have to know it's yeah. one thing to come to church and to hear great messages and, and agree and be a part of that. But it's another thing to do life mm. and the enemy's on hot pursuits. Well, and it, he wants you. Something you said right there. You said you said you got to know it, right? Yes. And, and the thing is, is that Israel at this time, 400 years, right? That means there's generations mm -hmm. that never even knew freedom. Exactly. That means there's generations that never even knew the promised land right? And they knew they had the promise. They knew they were given the promise, but they knew Egypt more than they knew the promise. That's right. The promise seemed like this open-ended wish somewhere, exactly. this fairy tale somewhere, because all they knew was the beatdown of Egypt and the imprisonment and the that slavery. That was their norm. That's all, that's all they yeah. knew. And then, so what they knew, 
what they knew in their reality was more real to them than the promise that was waiting on them until when they thought about life, all they thought was the persecution, all they thought was the pain. and, and, And we can it's amazing sometimes we we go through seasons of adversity and maybe you walk through a lifetime of some things maybe you know maybe maybe somebody it may we look at it and say well it was it's it's just a season it's going to come and go but for them for somebody it's it's been a life it's been it's been you move from one season to another season it's going to be one thing the enemy's never going to let you leave a season that he's not fighting for you yeah and sometimes it seems like you can go through things to where your life has had to adapt to the pain. Right. Your life has had to adapt to the, the problem, the situation, the bondage, the lack, right. the hurt, the woundedness that seems like it's not gonna change. So you've learned to cope. Exactly. You've learned to get your mental mind around the fact that this is how it is. Right. Right. Yeah. And and so but then God releases his promise. Mm. And now what you didn't know you could get out. Mm. Now you can come out. Right. David said something in Psalm. He said, he said, I've escaped mm. like a bird right. from the snare of the fowler. Right. But then he said, the snare is broken. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I have escaped. See, it's one thing to escape the snare. It's another thing for the snare to be broken, to never be able to be right. used again. Right. And the things about the thing about imprisonment that I've seen. I've seen stories about animals that were prisoned and in cages and for years. And then they opened the prison door or mm, the cage door yeah. and let, let them out. But they wouldn't walk out, even yeah. though for years they've been in that cage, been held in bondage. But they, even when the doors open, they don't leave because that cage has become so familiar right, right. that freedom is scarier than the cage. The fear, yeah. And, and, and I feel like that, that, that's the thing is that when you, when you spoke to me and said, this is about change, that even changes we've wanted and dreamed of and knew God had for us, when God releases us finally to open door or to us to step into, right. I've seen people not step into the freedom, right. not step into right. the promise because the unknown yeah. of the promise and the unfamiliarity of the freedom right. was scarier exactly. than, the, than the familiarity of the fight exactly. and the adversity until they're so used to the problem right. that they don't know how to live without it. Well, that's, that's the re- one of the reasons that Israel wanted just to stay there in Egypt. Yeah. Because they knew that. Yeah. They knew what their day was going to be like. They knew what they had to face. Yeah. What did, you know, and in their mind, they probably were thinking, okay, we're moving forward, but what if the tomorrow mm-hmm. is harder than what this is here? Mm-hmm. I know how to cope with this, mm-hmm. but if it's harder tomorrow, I don't know how to cope with that. And there's always a season in transition, right? Yeah. There's always a season in change mm-hmm. where, where the change has come, but it's not become everything it was, it's going to be. Exactly. And you're yeah. not where you used to be because you come out of that, but you're not where it's going to be. And now you're in this transition, uneasy, stable, yeah. unstable season right. where you're out, but you're not yet in. And right. now coming out, you have to let go of what you knew. Right. And you're not yet fully in the unknown of what he promised it would be. And now you're not sure. You're like, okay, I stepped out. Right. I, I'm out. God pulled me out of this, and I said, "Yes, I'm coming out." But now, <laughs> yeah. God, 
now it looks like I'm worse for it. Oh, yeah. Now yeah, it looks yeah. like I made the biggest mistake of trying to be free. Right, exactly. Now I, I made the biggest mistake. You know, it's like I've seen, I've seen women that were in abusive relationships for years to where it almost took their life. It right. damaged their children. And now they finally reached a point where I've got to rescue myself. I've got to get my family, my right. children out of right. this. I can't risk that one day he's going to come home and, and, and take one of our lives. Right. I, I've got to get out. And, and so they, she finally gets to a point where it says, I got to escape. And she gets out. She gets out. Right. It's one thing for her to even get to the point where for she'll one, get out. Yeah, exactly. But she gets out. And now what? And now I'm broke. And now I have no place for me and my kids. And now I'm staying with my family. Right. Right. And, and now I'm, I'm out, but, but, but this can't be my life. And now did I make a mistake? Because at least back there, right. they had food on the table. At least back there, right. we had a place to lay our head. And, and now they're out and they know they have to be out, but they're not in. They're in this place of, was this the right move? Right. Was I not better? Right. And, and, and I just want to encourage somebody right now that may be in that place. There's a whole lot of people right now that are going through all kinds of changes. Oh, my. Yes. And, and some are, are, are voluntary and some are involuntary yeah, changes. Yeah, they didn't ask for it. Yeah. So, some changes are our own decisions. and Some, say, some decisions have been made for us by right. life and by circumstance. But change is inevitable. Right. Everything's going to change. Nothing's going to stay the same. The question is, how is it going to change? Right. And the question is, what are we going to do in that moment of change? Right. And I think the, that's where, in my, my life, you know, I personally know that I've had a lot of changes to take place in my life. You know, there's been times that, you know, everybody's always said God has raised up the frontline warrior in mm -hmm. you. You are to fight these battles. You're to, you know, to fight a war, which I agree to a certain extent. I know that the spirit of God is, is so strong in my life, mm -hmm. even in my personal walk. Mm -hmm. But when, and I don't like change. Mm -hmm. I will fight change. Mm -hmm. I will fight change in my job. I will fight changes. And but yet, and even with all the security I have around me, sometimes change is, is, is even difficult. Mm -hmm. But there's one thing that I would like to share, mm -hmm. that, to leave with, with everyone that is listening, that your God is fighting your battles for hey, you. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray that if you're out there and you do not know the peace and the strength at, that God will give you, mm -hmm. that God will send someone your way that will give you the words of hope, the words of love, to let you know that the change is inevitable. It's going to happen. But when we rise up in Jesus Christ and we know that he's fighting our battles, he's got a plan if we trust him and believe in him. And it's more than worth say. When we say, God, I trust you, you have to trust him because he will take you down avenues you don't want to go. Yeah. You, he takes you down avenues you wish you had you know, had stayed back where you were. Mm. But I promise you that if you will put your trust in God and you will believe that he is God of your life and he's God of your circumstances, nothing has caught him by surprise, that he will take you where he has, has plans for you. Mm. It's amazing. I've seen you 
walk through life. I've seen you. I've seen you come through heights and lows. I've seen you walk through things that some people didn't walk from. Right. I've seen you come through some seasons that were not any of your doing and seemed like it took everything from you. But the, and it be- will. But it the will beautiful thing yeah. is, one thing I've, I, I've seen is that for all that you've had and all that you've lost, all you've come through, seasons of heights and lows, the one thing I'm so thankful for is that you never allowed it to steal who you are. No. And we Israel, can't afford to. Uh... And Israel was in a place where there, where the scary thing was is that the greatest thing that Egypt wanted to steal from them was their identity. Exactly. The greatest thing that the enemy wanted this season of the slavery to turn them into was for them to think of themselves as slaves mm-hmm. and no longer as the children of promise. Right. Exactly. And now they're they coming hope. out of slavery back to the promise, but they're in an identity crisis mm-hmm. because they're somewhere between who I was in Egypt and who I know I am that God's called me to be. Right. I'm somewhere between what I've been in and who I am. And someone, I believe wholeheartedly, Mom, needs to know that what they've been through mm-hmm. and what they've walked through is not who they are. Yeah. And they yes. still are. They're not who God says they are and God's determined for them to be who they are Mm. in spite of what they've been through and in spite of how it's tried to steal who they are and try to dictate and lie to them about who they are. Mm. God's going to show you that who you are is greater than what you've been in. And, and, but when you come out of that, it's, uh, it's something that, that Egypt took from them. That's more than just the food and the clothes and the houses and the lands. Mm-hmm. that's nothing the enemy understands the greatest thing I can steal from you is to know who you are in God and you know and that's been kind of how my life has been walking with God you know I'm his from a very young age I was probably around five or six my family would be out in the living room doing what families do but for whatever reason, I would be kneeling next to my bed, praying and asking God to bless my, my family. And I was never really taught that. But from an early age, God called me to be his. And the, I have relied on him. I, I could not walk the walk, talk the talk. I couldn't do life. I couldn't make the changes without knowing that I was his. And a year ago, the Lord spoke to me woke me up at night and spoke to me, Scott. He called me daughter. Mm -hmm. He never called me daughter, Mm -hmm. but he called me daughter. And he let me know that he had me because I was getting ready to face something else. Mm -hmm. God didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. But because he knows that I understand, Mm -hmm. I can be a, a lot of things to a lot of people. But if I'm not, if he's not my father, I'm not his daughter, I have nothing I can go nowhere. I have no strength to draw from. And so my life has been his. Mm -hmm. Done it perfect? No. Made mistakes? Yes. But the great thing about it, he's always known the heart. Well, I know what your voice was in my life in the seasons of the fight um, and what God allowed you to see and to know as a mother. I think that there's this this thing that when 
you have mothers that have a heart for God mm. and a heart for their children, I believe there's this knowing they carry. Yes. That, that you know, many times, you know, people have said to me about their mother at times, you know, like that, that, that they, she didn't even need to have, she didn't need to have, um, what do they call that, um, 360, whatever it is, life 360, <laughs> where is that locator, you right, know, that they have right, you know children today, yeah. like to know where they are and what they're right. doing, like we didn't even, she didn't need that, before all that technology, mom had that in the spirit, right, right. like I right. saw you over here, yes. I saw you over there, and, and I, that's and how I would, God works, and I've been praying for you all night, <laughs> and I, and, and I yeah. know the, the times and the moments where yeah. I've got phone calls from you, or the times and the moments where uh, I'd be away and come back and, 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 and had walking through something and, and, and you would just share and say, you know, last night, what happened last night? Right. And, right. and be like, you know, the Lord, the Lord just showed me you and this and not even know what I was walking through or going through, but there was a knowing God gave you because spiritually of where God's, vo your voice was in my life and, and helping me in the middle of the adversity to pray me through, to speak me through, to declare me through, and to bring me through. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that intercession, if it wasn't for that prophetic knowing and eye to be able to speak in the moments of transition, in the moments of the balance between where I could be and where I should be. And you spoke and declared some things and, 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 and God used you in those moments to be the voice mm. to say, no, no, this is who you are. And, and this is what God's called you to do. And this is why you can't be like everybody else. Yeah. And this is why you can't, you are different. You, you're going to go through different. You're going to feel different. You're going to experience different because you are different. And, and those moments of transition at this moment, God speaks to Israel yeah. and is trying to say, I need you to know who you are. Exactly. I need you to know why I brought you out. I need you to know that in spite of what you've been in, this is who you are. And and here's what I found out. I love this part, and I know I'm, 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 I'm you're good. I'm, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's different as I read this because I read this from a Moses perspective, right? Right. right. And 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 so I'm reading this, and I'm I'm going, yep. Welcome to ministry, Moses. <laughs> I, 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 I read this. I read this, and and Moses is having his first taste of what it costs to be a deliverer. Oh yeah. Moses yes. is having his first taste yes. of like. Of, of saying, okay, we're coming out of this, and now they thought they wanted freedom. They thought, they, and they're coming out with the goods of Egypt, right? Yeah, yeah. And, they, and, and they, they think, wow, God bless us, until they get to their first adversity, until they get to the first moment of the Red Sea, and exactly. Pharaoh's army now has changed his mind because God's hardened his heart, because yeah. God's wanting to make sure you don't ever come back. You know, mm -hmm. God has a way of when he brings us out, right. never letting us to get back in. Exactly. You know, it's like what David said, this, I've escaped the snare of the fowler, the, scare is bro the, the snare is broken, I have escaped. See, right. it's one thing to escape, it's another thing for God to break the bondage so you can't go back if you wanted no, to. No. And God says, I need to get harden Pharaoh's heart because they're going to come to the Red Sea and they're going to feel like, okay, God, maybe we were better back and I'm just going to go back. In fact, they came to this moment with Moses and said, why'd you bring us out here? Exactly. Did yeah. you bring us out here to die? That's right. And, and when you're in the middle of change, there's that moment where you feel like, God, yeah. did, you, did you call me and then abandon me? There's times I've asked him if he had my address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I love it because Moses' first test in leadership is this. 
that they start looking, they don't start looking at God. No. They start looking at you. Exactly. And they're saying, Moses, did what you should have left us alone. <laughs> because what I found out, mom, is that people always fight their deliverer. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're gonna be a deliverer, yes. and if you're gonna lead people, right. People want where you're bringing them to. Mm -hmm. They just don't want the process it takes to get there. And when they start going through the price of the process, they're going to begin to see you as the problem. Right. More than the problem you delivered them from. Exactly. Because there's part of them that was easier in Egypt. Mm -hmm. See, somebody maybe on the stream has learned to lose. Right? Yes, Because learning to lose is a lot easier than learning to win. Right. Learning to settle for less, less. is easier than going for the more. Mm-hmm. And even though you know God has the more for you, sometimes the moment you step into the process, the struggle. And, God, and, and, and for somebody, the 400 years of bondage, while it may, you, God brought you out of it, it might have left something in you to where coming out might have cost you so much that you don't feel like you have left in you what it takes to come out of where God's bringing you out of and I want to just speak strength into somebody today and I want you to declare that God wouldn't have brought you out if he's not going to bring you in. That's right. God wouldn't have pulled you out of the bond if if he wasn't going to bring you into the fullness of his freedom. God wouldn't have brought you out of darkness if he didn't have a marvelous light that he was going to bring you in. And I know you're at this place in this moment where you're in the middle of transition and you're not changed. Your change is not complete yet. But I declare in the name of Jesus that if you will just stand still, if you will just not go into panic mode if you will not let the fear and intimidation and insecurity of the fear of the unfamiliar grip you and hold you God is going to fight for you yes God is going to fight for you yes amen that God is more determined for your destiny than you could have ever dreamed and, 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 and I just declare over somebody right now that God is about to move miraculously in your life in such a way. There's a miracle in your movement. And all God needed for you to do was to say yes and just move. And now the movement seems like it's brought a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Because transition's always messy. Transition is never easy. Even in Jesus' transition, where he was raised from the dead, there was this untouchable moment where they came to grab him and hold him. And he said, don't touch me because I'm not yet glorified. He was somewhere between the natural and the spiritual. He was somewhere between the flesh and and, and, and who he was glorified. And he was in this moment where I know if I let you grab me, you're going to pull me back to where I was. If I let flesh touch me in this right. moment, 
it's going to pull me back into the natural me. And I'm on my way to the glorified me, but I'm somewhere in between. And someone's in this touch-me-not season because everything around them feels like it's, it's, it's irritating. Everything around them feels like it's going to cost them everything right. because yeah. they're in this moment where everything feels unstable and everything feels unsure and everything feels unclear. And God wants somebody to know yes. in spite of how yeah. unstable Jesus. it yeah. feels, mm. God is bringing you into a stable land. You, God is going to Thank be your you, firm Father. foundation. Yes. God yes. is going to secure you. Yes. And though you may Jesus. feel like you are in insecure Hallelujah. moments, the security of God is Jesus. holding you and he's not going to fail Jesus. you. He's going to open in the Red Sea in yes. front of you. It's not impossible. God's going to show you that nothing is impossible with oh. him. In fact, eyes have Jesus. not seen, ears, ears have not heard what God has in store for those that love him and are called according to yes. his purpose. God is going to do abundantly and exceedingly yes. above you, all Jesus. you could ask or think yeah. according Thank to you, the power that he still has in you. Yes. And for somebody who's walked through some things. And the enemy's come to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. There's some things he can't touch. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Amen. And we're sitting here today. As living witnesses to you. Jesus. I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen you walk through things. And still come out who you are. When everyone else that would have walked through it would have, would have turned into what they walked through. I thank God. And, and, and I thank God. Because what I've walked through in my life. It was your strength and your prayers and that knowing. Not only about yourself but what you knew about me that at those moments. Pulled me out of a place that was not who I was. And, and I, I, I just want to encourage somebody today. You're coming out of this. Ready or not, here he comes. Mm. And God is not going to let you Amen. not be who he called you. Yes. And God is pulling you out. Yes. And you may be in the season where you feel like the unfamiliar is scarier than the fight you've walked through. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing is, when you've gone through some adversity, you've had to learn so much to fight mm -hmm. that sometimes mm -hmm. you don't know how to let God fight for That's you. That's true. That's true. And sometimes you've gone through seasons where you felt like if you didn't fight, you wouldn't have survived. Right. And you got the survival mode and the mode that whatever it takes, I'm going to make it. Whatever mm -hmm. it takes, I'm going to go through it. And now you've come out where God wants to fight for you, but now he can't fight when you are. Right. right. He can't take a battle that you've got. Right. He can't be your victor as long as you think yeah. your victory depends on you. And God has brought you through a season where you can't win this battle without him. No. <laughs> They're at the middle, standing at the Red Sea. They're standing with Pharaoh's army behind. They're at insurmountable odds. And the only way they can survive is surrendering. Exactly. And saying, God, yeah. this is your fight. Right. And God said to tell somebody, the Lord will fight for you.
and you shall hold your peace. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, I thank you, God, right now. Thank you, Mom. I want you to join hands with me. And I, know, and I know you spoke this over somebody today, but I want you to pray us out. I want you to pray for somebody today that's at their Red Sea. I want you to pray for somebody whose change has come, but they're not prepared, and they don't think they're prepared or ready for the change that has already come. And they're standing at this moment of transition, and they've come out of some things, but they're still not sure of where they're headed, and they're trying to trust God with everything around them. It looks like it's coming after them. I want you to pray. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Thank you, Jesus. And lean not into your understanding, mm. but in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Mm. That is, trust me, knowing that I've got you. You'll not walk this by yourself. Decisions that you, you think that you have to make, battles you think you have to win, that you have to be in control and you have to have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. I'm here to tell you today, trust in God. Mm. Lean not into your understanding how you think it might happen or the fear of how things might happen. Or if you take this path, it, it, it will be frightening. But I want you to understand that God is with you. He's got you. He will go with you. It's casting your cares on him and knowing and trusting him, giving him full reins today to let him take you where he wants you to go. Mm. Trusting, trusting him Jesus. that he will make the path straight. Thank you, trusting him that every step you take, mm. he will walk with you. Mm. He will prepare you for where he's taking you and what he wants you to do. And it's calling on him mm. and knowing that he is God. And making him God of your life, God of your breath, of everything that you do, you know that you cannot make it without him. You know that you cannot face every circumstances, any battle without him. Knowing that and calling on him and trusting him is the salvation of, of going where God wants us to go and being what he wants us to be. And I pray, God, that you will bless someone here today, Lord, that they'll grasp hope to know that you are, you have a plan. You want to lead them. You want them to cross over the Red Sea. You want them to see the salvation of the Lord, the land of the plenty. You want to be there for them. I pray, God, that today they will grasp hope mm -hmm. and cast all their cares on you and rejoice in the difficult days. Rejoice to know that you've got them in the palm of your hand and you will walk with them and be with them. We thank you for this day in Jesus' name. I just, I, I, I just hear that old, that old song. I feel like going <laughs> on. Yes. I feel like going on. Though the devil tries to turn me around, I feel like going on. That's that tenacity we have to have in him. Yeah, it's just, it's moving day for you. Yeah. And God's bringing you out. I believe that. No turning back. No. No turning back. No. In Jesus' name, we, we declare God has more in store for you than you could ever dream. Yes. And that, that verse you said, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. 
All your ways acknowledge him. Amen. And he will direct your path. Yes. Someone may feel like there is no way. And someone may feel like, what path? I don't see one. But that's why he's the God who makes a way where there is no way. It's a God path because it takes God to make it. They and probably never had to trust in him. Yeah. They, maybe they, you know, trust is a new thing for them. Mm. It is the season where trusting God is all that you got. Yeah. Because it's all you need. All we need. He's about to show you no matter what limits are around you. That there's no limit for him because yeah. he's a limitless God. Amen. And Thank today, you, Father. the yes. limits are coming off of you. Exactly. You serve a limitless God. You serve a Thank God you, who's Father. a way maker, mm. a miracle worker. <laughs> there is no limit in God. He's about to show himself in the middle of your impossibility that what is impossible with man yes. is possible with yes. God. He's a limitless God. And in God, you are limitless. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. A big happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. We really hope that you enjoyed this message. And if you did, be sure to subscribe and check us out on all social media profiles at LimitlessCHR. We'll see you next time.